There are a lot of people who lie and get away with it. That's one small step for man. These people have got to know whether or not their presidents are crooks. It's, it's a mystery! It's a mystery wrapped in a riddle inside an enigma! On August 21st, 2013, a chemical attack in Syria killed hundreds of people, but the evidence about who is responsible is inconclusive. The Obama administration and the French claim the Assad regime is behind the attack, while others say the rebels, who have links to Al-Qaeda, did the deed. Meanwhile, many are wondering if the administration is falsely leading us into another Iraq war. Joining me to discuss the Syrian chemical attacks are Eugene Forgetful O'Neill. Whoa, Gene. Whoa, Gene. That sounded like it Gene, hurt. Gene, are you okay? That sound- yeah, that's, yeah, that sounded really bad. What happened? Gene? Who am I? Who are you? Oh, man. Where am I? Let's start with me, though. Who am I again? Gene, are you all right, man? Fuck me five ways to Friday. I lost my memory again. Ah. <sighs> Well, I guess I have to call in sick to work now, which I can't do because I don't remember where I work. What's the best? How do you, uh, is this like the movies where you, we have to hit him on the head again to get him to remember? Right, exactly. Who he is? Oh, I know. Uh, uh, Gene, do you remember, uh, uh, how, uh, on this show, Lee and I are always saying right or exactly to excess to the point that it could be a drinking game. My favorite is that not only did did the police solve the case by literally following the money, <laughs> but it also might have been an inside job. Right. Oh, right. R- right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah, exactly. Well, those government toilets are like $1,000 each, right? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. 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 Exactly. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Gene, don't you remember how at the end of every recording session, Lee records several takes of the introduction and he puts a lot of effort into it, surprisingly, even though nobody's going to hear it except for me? Don't you remember that? All right. One more. This week on <laughs> today on Inside Jobs, Brian, Jean, and Lee investigate Watergate. Brian, Jean, and Lee investigate the assassination of Malcolm X. These fucking dogs won't shut up. Brian, Jean, and Lee investigate Brian's balls. This show is brought to you by Tape from the makers of Ripping Paper. Tape, we put paper back together again. Please go to meeting. Please sponsor us. I'm Barack Obama, and I approve this message. <laughs> I did not live it. <laughs> Closing a duel for Studebaker. I just farted. Gene, what about how I give you a nickname at the beginning of every show? Do you remember that? 
are civilian investigator Gene Francis O'Neill, Gene Fitzgerald O'Neill, Gene Farrakhan O'Neill, Gene Finnamore O'Neill, Gene Fromm O'Neill, Gene Fortier O'Neill, Gene Backpack O'Neill, Gene Francis O'Neill, Eugene Hoffman O'Neill, Eugene Ford O'Neill, Eugene Fake O'Neill, Eugene Flubber O'Neill, Eugene the Fowler O'Neill, Eugene Fort Ticonderoga O'Neill, Eugene Federal Bureau of Narcotics O'Neill, Eugene Foster O'Neill, Eugene Fruit Company O'Neill, Gene Fluoride O'Neill. Me say hello. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I, I got it. Okay, Gene, remember. Uh, you and I used to be a part of a different podcast. And uh, we quit it because... But then... As part of that, we invited Leon, and uh, that was sort of the origin of Inside Jobs. And that episode had a really weird dynamic because you had never met Lee before, and the sound quality was pretty terrible. Uh, but no, not many of uh, not many of our Inside Jobs fans uh, probably know about it. They could probably look it look it up if they went on iTunes and searched for Gene's Jobs and listened to the last episode. Uh, but uh, remember maybe 20 minutes of when that happened? Gene and I, big conspiracy guys. But we're not the biggest conspiracy guys. So we've invited a guest onto the show. And I'd like to welcome JFK assassination expert Lee Golden. Hello, Lee. Hello, gentlemen. Man, doesn't Lee just have a great voice for talking about conspiracies? <laughs> He just sounds like he's talking from, like, an alley with a hat tilted over his eyes, smoking a cigarette. He really does. He he has this the exact same kind of voice as someone who participated in all the shit or just knows about all the shit. Yeah. My father, Howard Hunt, told me to always talk like this, basically. <laughs> and to always to spend a lot of time in parking garages. Pretty much. Pretty much. So Lee, you are the you own and operate a website. What it's Yes, it's called jfk007.com. Assassination agnostic. Yes, that's the sous-titre <laughs> as the French call it. What uh, and gosh, I've known you for ages now. But when did you mm -hmm. get into this? Well, interestingly enough, um as a small child, do you remember CD-ROMs? I I'm familiar with that from Encarta. Yes. Early in the days of CD-ROMs, there was a program, a CD-ROM program about the um, Kennedy assassination. And I was on my grandfather's computer and um, I watched the Zabruder film on um, a computer. And at that time, I'd seen Terminator 2 in Aliens and it didn't seem particularly violent. But years later, once I, I realized that we were all orphans of Camelot living in a, a wasteland of democratic decay, I realized just how violent and disturbing that film was and decided to dedicate the rest of my life to solving the greatest mystery of our time. So you say, uh, you say you've dedicated your life to this. Uh, what kind of income are you getting off of this website? Off of this website, I lose $15 a year. Because that's how much it costs to pay for JFK007.com. Actually, a pretty good deal. I tried to register another one, and it said it was $18 now. So I guess I'm making $3 in yeah. savings. Uh, you've you've looked into, like, search engine optimization and, 
you know, getting the yes. social media network involved. You, you're really you're adding value to that website. Yes, I in fact was Facebook friends with um, James Tag, the guy who was also <laughs> nicked on uh, the, is, under the serious. double overpass. Yeah, and Beverly Oliver. Sorry, you know Beverly Oliver. Yes, she's the she claims to be the lady in the in the the babushka lady, and she's featured in the the film JFK as a character. I'm Facebook friends with her, and she farmvilles a lot and says lots of stuff about how Obama is a bad person. <laughs> you you got to be careful because there's a lot of fake James Tag Facebook pro- profiles out there. Yes, you, you have to be. A lot of the times, it's just kids. You know. They want to be James Tag, right? And or, or, he's kind of the George Takei of um, the JFK community. Like everyone just loves to retweet his stuff. Really? No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes, and something else. He's more like the Jose Canseco. I feel like. Oh, and yes. that he because after because after he took that bullet, just something kind of came loose upstairs, and he just kind of says crazy things now and toils away in the Mexican baseball league. Yeah, exactly. He's a designated hitter in the Mexican baseball leagues. No, he they just uh, other politicians pay him to hang out in the background whenever they make a, a public appearance, just in case there's a shooting. He'll take another mm-hmm. fragment for them. Yeah, he had a solo album called Ricochet too. <laughs> he was just a guy, right? He wasn't yeah, he like was just uh, a guy. He wasn't a Secret Service agent. That's what they want you to believe, <laughs> Mister O'Neill. That's what they want you to believe. Man, I am really sick and tired of hearing about this uppercase they telling yeah, me I what know. to believe. Who are those Look, assholes? We all know that pronouns are the true villain in our society. Yeah, those referentless pronouns. Mm-hmm. So, Lee, the name of your website is Assassination Agnostic. And uh, I don't want to get into that too quickly. But I will say, so we've got a show here. And uh, on November 22nd, 1963... At 12.30 p.m. At 12.30 p.m., Dealey Plaza, Dallas, mm-hmm. Texas, our young president was shot down in the prime of his life. Mm-hmm. And s- since that very moment, there have been whisperings, uh, vocal condemnations, official publications, and mm-hmm. all sorts of people chiming in on what they think really happened. Did Lee Harvey Oswald pull the trigger from the sixth floor book uh, of the window of the Texas School Book Depository Building? What were the Soviets involved? Were the Cubans involved? Did our own government have a role in JFK's assassination? Now, Lee, I'm not going to ask you right out what, who okay. you believe did it, but I'm going to say by the end of this episode, I think we'll have a very good theory. I think so. I'm confident in saying that we're going to know for sure by the end of this episode. You're going to say we could make arrests based on what we talk about in this episode. I have my handcuffs standing by for (laughs) other purposes, but if we need to arrest someone, we can use them for that, too. Yeah, we're going to tear Lyndon B. Johnson's body out of that grave and throw his ass under arrest. Man, you know what my favorite thing about Lyndon B. Johnson is? That after he stopped being president, he just grew his hair out really long. Yes. Have you... you know, he admitted he didn't believe the Warren uh, report. What? Yeah. This was is, that ever so here's after the most you... interesting thing is that all of the people, um, the, one of the reasons why we have so many conspiracy theories is all of the people in the know 
sort of had their own conspiracy theories. Lyndon B. Johnson, in an off-the-record the interview with, I believe, CBS, he said People that, Magazine. <laughs> yes, with People Magazine, the television show People Magazine. Um, <laughs> he said that he didn't truly think that the Warren Report had, had found out everything. He said that um, he they thought that those boys did the best job they could, but he still had his doubts. He also said that he didn't trust a man unless he had his pecker in his pocket. So that's that. Didn't um, uh, Robert McNamara also have a theory that Robert McNamara killed JFK? Yes. Also, Robert McNamara and JFK and Richard Nick Nixon and Castro are all characters in the zombie multiplayer mode of Call of Duty Black Ops. So technically, zombies killed Kennedy in an Xbox video game. That's yeah. that's one of the. There's got to be there's got to be something there because it's like why would you have all those guys together? If they weren't involved in the JFK assassination, yeah, I mean, come on. Well, uh, wasn't uh, Nixon was actually in Dallas for other purposes on the very same day that uh, the JFK was killed? He was. He was. Yeah, he actually. was at. And yeah, wasn't he at a meeting for the PepsiCo company? I think so. In in the movie Nixon, he says, "I was closing a deal for Studebaker," but I don't know if that's just something that Oliver Stone made up. I will say, Lee, that was not a good uh, Richard Nixon impression, but that was a great Anthony Hopkins doing Richard (laughs) Nixon impression. Thank you. You know, I mean, is there a greater condemnation against Pepsi or maybe a greater victory for Coke than knowing that the day before our national innocence was murdered, history's most hated president was at a Pepsi meeting? (laughs) That should be... Pepsi or Coca-Cola should just make a commercial about that and then finally put an end to the cola wars. Well, do you know, no one knows where Dr. Pepper was on November 22nd, 1963. Yeah, Some that's true. In Although Dr. Thunder was at, at uh, the hospital where they took J- JFK's body. Uh, yes. He, he, he was under official suspension, so he was quickly removed. And Mr. Pibb was found in a ditch, barely alive, saying that Lee Harvey Oswald and Jack Ruby had gay sex together at Jack yes. Ruby's nightclub all the time. Yes. That that lady, she's in the movie JFK, and she has my favorite line in the movie where she goes, These are serious fucking guys! This, that's Jackie from Roseanne playing that No, part, no, right? Jackie from Roseanne is on Kevin Costner's uh, investigative team. Oh, that's team. right. Lori oh, Metcalf. Pla- yeah, I thought she oh, played okay. multiple roles in that movie, like it was her Eddie, Mer- like it was her nutty professor. What if Oliver Stone was like, "Hey, this movie isn't confusing enough. I'll just have people play multiple roles." Multiple well, that's yeah. Kevin Costner, Jen- start learning Lee Harvey Oswald's lines as well. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I take it back. That's not my favorite line. My favorite line is, "You don't know shit because you've never been fucked in the ass." That's, That's a, a line, line in JFK. That is a line from the great Kevin Bacon uh, playing uh, Perry Russo. What is it? It's Willie O'Keefe in the movie. Yeah, they, but it's yeah, they call to... him Willie O'Keefe, but he's actually Perry Russo, who is actually in the movie. He's they the should guy give the him bar. a medal for killing Kennedy. Yeah, he's that, mu- yeah. He's that guy. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, how many times would you guys say that you've each watched the movie JFK? Uh, it's beyond, it's beyond the point where I can really count it. It's at least 20 times. I'm going this much right now, and, and you can't see me because we're on a podcast, but I'm holding my arms out real wide. 
Okay, so you watched it one really big time. <laughs> yeah, I've watched it one really big time. I I am not kidding when I say I think I've I've seen it a hundred times. Are you looking at the play count right now on your JF copy of JFK in iTunes? No, I actually I have the DVD like released in 1999. Uh, yeah, I have that too. And it's uh, I don't even think it plays anymore. But yeah, I scratched mine out. I had to I had to buy another copy of it actually. Yeah, it's like JFK and OK Computer are the only two discs I've done that to. Um, but, yeah. uh, but yeah, I think I've and seen the soundtrack to Godzilla <laughs> <laughs> and, and the mix CD I made for my, uh, girlfriend in senior year who, uh, broke up with me before I gave it to her. And you listened to it over and over again while crying, you cried into your pillow. Yeah. Um, the, uh, uh, no, no, no. But, uh, there was a period in college where I would just put it on all the time. Yeah. Uh, while I was uh, going to bed, if I had nothing else to do. Yeah, we remember, Brian. Yeah, yeah, we all remember those dark days. The actor who plays Lee Bowers kind of looks like you, so every time I watch that movie, I <laughs> hope that somewhere Brian is watching that movie and thinking the same thing. Lee Bowers, the, uh, the what was he, a station agent or an engineer at the railroad? Yeah, he was like who, a railway operator. Yeah, who died in a one-person car crash in the middle of nowhere. Right. And he saw a flash of light or something he could not describe on the embankment. God, it's, what, what does it even mean? Slowly we circle in on the truth. <laughs> I've actually been up there to that, uh, that little car, uh, that little car area, and he has a pretty good view of the grassy knoll, I must say. Yeah? Do, yeah. If people go to your website, can they see pictures that you took there? Yes, there are some pictures I took there. The most interesting part about Dealey Plaza... Is there's lots of homeless guys that walk around and say that they're tour guides. And <laughs> Did they just say that they, they were the hobos on the truck? <laughs> yes, exactly. They were the really hard. hobos. So is there uh you know, I haven't been to Dealey Plaza. It's basically my Mecca. I hope to make a pilgrimage there. Yeah, Gene, Gene and I have talked about going together for years and years. Um, are there any areas that are restricted that you can't or can you just basically go wherever? Yes. The number one area you cannot go into is the sniper's nest itself. So how close can you – like I've heard – yeah, it's like – is it like a – It's a museum, kind of, right? It's like yeah. kind of fenced off or not fenced off but glass walled off. Exactly. It's glassed off. So you can you can kind of press your face up to the glass – like, you know, you're in a red light district kind of place, but they don't but, let you in. But so nobody can go up to the window and see yeah. how impossible that shot was. <laughs> exactly. And uh, as Bill Hicks, famous comedian who was probably killed by a conspiracy known as cancer, said, um, <laughs> they have it restored to painstaking accuracy because Oswald's not there. Ooh, man. Bill Hicks, another great... It's funny in your mind line. Yeah. Like, you don't laugh aloud at it. You just go, oh, yeah. That's clever. <laughs> yeah, anyone who does stand up about the Kennedy assassination is kind of setting himself up for not perhaps the most successful career. After after the Warren Commission came out, didn't Mort Saul uh, just yes. go on tour reading out of it and talking about how it was wrong and basically I'll, destroying his career? I'll tell you exactly what Mort Saul did. Mort Saul famous comedian used to perform at the hungry eye here in san francisco california he went and joined 
Jim Garrison's staff <laughs> in the parish of Louisiana, in the parish of New Orleans, Louisiana. Let me just interrupt here. A staffer. Uh, Jim Jim Garrison is the focus of uh, J, of Oliver Stone's JFK. He was uh, uh, New Orleans DA who invest is the only person to have opened a trial in in the mm-hmm. investigation. Of, he's uh, Kevin. He's Kevin Costner in JFK. <laughs> long story short, man, fuck you, Gene. <laughs> yes, and actually, the man himself appears as, ironically, Chief Justice Earl Warren in the film. God, how deep does the rabbit hole go? It goes as deep as the DVD commentary for that movie. <laughs> Okay, so Morsal joined Garrison's staff. And uh, kind of ruined his career. I kind of feel like that should be its own movie, actually, is just Morsal's descent into madness. How can we get Gene's dad as a character in that movie? Because <laughs> the only, whenever I think of a movie idea, it's usually centered around Gene's dad doing something. Yeah. Like, my poor, my poor, poor father. <laughs> well, it's like Gene's dad goes back to high school. Gene's yeah, dad investigates I mean... the murder of JFK. <laughs> Not investigates, Saul. <laughs> yeah, those are, yes. those are both things you should do. Well, isn't your dad busy working on the Zodiac Killer case right now? Uh, no, he's busy coming up with his monologue for his parish's carnival that they do every year oh. when he's when he's hosting the talent show at the school carnival these are the jokes people yeah exactly uh, you know i traced back the conspiracy of these are the jokes and you know that there's a there's a carpenter's song from the television show the carpenters called these are the jokes folks um, where they say bad jokes to the audience and sing these are the jokes folks we can hear you breathing out there so i think that that means by definition your father was somehow involved in the Kennedy assassination. Yeah, but I mean, weren't we all kind of complicit in that tragedy? Yeah. The Carpenters, yes, unfortunately. All right, you know, we, we're we making a lot of good jokes and having fun, but I kind of want to get right into it, Lee. Yeah. Now, you're the JFK expert, and it seems to me like you either believe that Lee Harvey Oswald had uh, other gunmen... Um, assisting mm-hmm. him in the murder of JFK, the grassy knoll mm-hmm. gunman, or you believe that the government kind of put him in a position to uh, kill JFK by himself. Mm-hmm. So which one, which one do you think is, uh, which, which is the case for you? Well, first you have to start with the shooting. And a lot of people say that the shooting could not have been done from the book depository. Now, I have played Call of Duty. <laughs> and um, I believe it could be done. And in fact, there is a um, there's another video game called Far Cry 2. And some guy made a level out of um, Dealey Plaza for that game. I downloaded it. I started a multiplayer map. I went up into the sixth floor depository. I invited another Xbox player to join. And I killed him. So ipso facto... It could Wait, be you done. killed you killed him when he was in the car, or you asked him to come up to the book depository and you shot him up there. Wait, you wait. So you were doing this in the Eric Harris Doom levels? <laughs> yes, basically. <laughs> yes, I was doing it in Doom. Actually, actually, Wolfenstein 3D, <laughs> um, the most realistic ballistic simulation known to 1992. 
I just want to point out that Wolfenstein is a video game that Sandra Bullock is beta testing in the net, <laughs> and she des- and she describes it as one of the most dynamic gaming experiences ever. <laughs> they're making a movie out of that, actually. They're making a movie out of the net? Finally. Yes, they're making a movie out of the whole internet, including Wolfenstein 3D. Uh, yeah, no, I've been hearing about that for a while. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. I'm treading old ground in here. We should get back to the case. Yeah. So, get- so you shot JFK. So I murdered JFK as a cast member of Red Dwarf, as we all know. Um, have you guys seen the Red Dwarf episode? I've heard. JFK I think episode? I actually read about it on your website. Okay. Oh, is this yes. like a real? Is this a real thing? Uh, it is a real thing. It's a real fictional thing. What is Red Dwarf? For those of us, is um. It's a. It's kind of like, what if Doctor Who was trying to be funny? Is basically okay. what it is. And there's an episode where basically, like, it's a it's, talk show where they actually talk about what if Doctor Who was trying to be funny. No, it's just that's kind of the show. Is it's like these kind of guys flying through space and time. Oh, and okay. It's a comedy. And it's uh, not like okay. Right. It's not there's like a talk episode. show where. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's Sorry, not like ahead. Space Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's like one ep where they travel back in time and they accidentally prevent the assassination. And because they do that, JFK gets impeached for um, having sex with Marilyn Monroe in a nod to uh, Clinton. And so basically what they have to do is they dress up Kennedy as a cop and he shoots himself from the grassy knoll um, as Badge Man, the legendary Badge Man. Wait, John F. Kennedy shoots himself? Yes, that is one of the theories. Like they have a JFK, like they have like a sort of rich little equivalent to JFK. No, it's exactly. it, it's it's a like alternate reality JFK. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the theories that JFK shot himself, and then of course oh. the comedian from The Watchmen is also known to have been one of the Grassy Knoll suspects. Gotcha. Also, the cigarette smoking man from the X Files. Right, he was also one of the alleged gunmen. Um. But here's the real question. Um, there is a place around the corner from Dealey Plaza called Heart Attack Burger. Okay? <laughs> and this is a place that if you were over 350 pounds, you get your first cheeseburger for free. When you enter the establishment, they give you a um, surgical gown and they wrap a hospital bracelet around your wrist. And all of the um, waitresses are nurses and they put butter in the milkshakes instead of whipped cream. So my thought is that JFK ate there before the motorcade, and that is actually what killed him. That is a real fucking place? That's a real fucking place. Jesus Christ. Texas is awful, which (laughs) is kind of like, I don't know why any Democrat from Massachusetts would think it would be a good idea to ride around Texas in a convertible. So that's kind of why some people believe that the Kennedy assassination was just suicide. If you're (laughs) going to do that, you're just basically killing yourself. Kind of like how his big brother, Joe Kennedy Jr., just like flew an airplane into a Nazi base and blew himself up. Nah, I was just messing with you guys. I don't have amnesia. I'm like an elephant. If he was a Democrat, the only thing I forget... Are the lessons of 9-11. Yeah, same old Gene. He's back.
Jesus Christ. Well, to our fans, thank you for putting up with this weird nonsense episode, looking back into our shitty past. Um, We will be back next week with a full-length episode, part one. Part one of our look into September 11th. In the meantime, if you would like to listen to the full episode, uh, our starter episode, just go on iTunes and look up Gene's Jobs and listen to the last episode, uh, and it's it's the three of us talking nonsense about the JFK assassination. If you'd like to get in touch with us and tell us how shitty this episode was, you can email us, InsideJobsCast at gmail.com, or you can always tweet at us at InsideJobsCast. Uh, next week, again, we'll be back with a full-length episode. Until then, follow the money. Nah, I was just messing with you guys. I don't have amnesia. I'm like an elephant. I never forget that I love peanuts. Nah, I was just messing with you guys. I don't have amnesia. I'm like an elephant. I never forget that I love peanuts. Nah, I was just messing with you guys. I don't have amnesia. I'm like Nixon. The only thing I forget is where I was when JFK was shot. I'm like Nixon. The only thing I forget is where I was when JFK was shot. I'm like an elephant. Nah, I was just messing with you guys. I don't have amnesia. I'm like an elephant. If he was a Democrat, the only thing I forget are the lessons of 9-11. Fiend. Thank you for calling the Inside Jobs podcast hotline. Please leave your name, your location, and a brief message for us. Please note that anything you say could end up on the podcast. Thanks for listening. Hello, Brian, Jean, and Lee. I don't have much time.
I just wanted to say, you're close. Keep digging. You're frightening the right people in the upper echelons of power. And keep following the money.